secret. Can you guys all just check to make sure it like flips to recording? Yep. It yep. is in fact flipped to recording. Yep, I see that big blinking button. Recording that for counter. six seconds. Seven seconds. I also see my seconds, waveforms. Nine seconds. Sweet. Yep, samesies. Uh, I don't see your guys' waveforms, but yep, I see that's, mine. That's um that's standard. Intentional. Yeah. Bullshit. How am I supposed to analyze your guys' waveforms if they're not present? <clears throat> yeah, how do I judge your waveforms if you can't see them? JK, I, I get to judge everybody's waveforms later. I'd say you're you're gonna get double waveforms to judge, Alondra. So many waveforms. <laughs> so much judgment. Welcome to the Explorers Club. Doyle, we last left you as you were knocking on the door to Entrar's bedroom. Vader, you are outside the library eavesdropping, and inside the library, Ernestine and Olver just hoodwinked Reginald Fairbanks into giving up the charge in his coin, bringing Ernestine's tally. I believe that that that, that is your first one. Is that is, is that correct? No. Yeah. No. Yes. 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 That is my first one. I have you the top left corner. To someone else, and then you just yeah. got your first one. Harriet. Harriet. Yeah. Harriet took mine, and I took the other Reginald's. one. Reginald's. Yeah. As Reginald just kind of like looks up. How did you do that? And then you just hear a smash of china and clanging of and a clang of silver on the ground. Ah! This piercing shriek coming from the kitchen. And Reginald just looks over. What? Who? This has to be a distraction. What? What else did you take? And he like starts like go going through his pockets as he like starts walking away from you guys. Do I still have his coin? <laughs> You don't have his coin, but you have the charge from his coin. Okay. That, I was going to say, I didn't like intend to actually steal it. Great. Of course. This has to be a distraction. What a ding dong. <laughs> He's just kind of like going through his pockets and he, and he shouts shouts out to his brother. Did did you see her grab anything from you? Like, hey, uh, just, just check your pockets. You... you and and his brother is just starts starts going through his his pockets. <laughs> but I don't. No, but I just, we need to get the get the books. And we can just start working on on the play. These people, this they just don't know the brilliance of Richard Castle. And we're and he and he starts grabbing the books and like walking. He like grabs grabs them and walks away. And just like starts like mean mean mugging you guys. Ernestine is trying not to laugh like as much as she can. Um, was there any notebooks or anything on the table that they were like scribbling on? Wow, that was unfortunate. Ping pong of dice. Okay. I was say, oh, that's a sad luck check that went all the way <laughs> off the table. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. So they, there's definitely a a couple notebooks that that they have 
left, and you definitely see some some scrawling in them. Great, we're gonna take those. Do a little flip through. Yeah, let me uh, pull up. Yeah, so basically, what they're planning on doing, they are planning on doing a musical mashup of Shot in the Dark, Dark in the Night, and Dark Horse. Basically, taking all like all three of the villains mm-hmm. that that Caddick faces, and like turning them into like a a schizophrenic supervillain. Oh no! For the darkness, the musical. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Ernestine hates that. She hates yep. that a lot. And and sure, it's totally called Enter the Darkness, the musical. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, This entire thing is just on a fly rail. There is no touching the ground. Well, I mean, Kedek is half-drow, so it could be a Spider-Man villain. Man-Spider villain? You're not not entirely wrong. A Spider-Man. I'm a little mad about that. (laughs) I I really hope they've got uh, some plot outlines in here, maybe some quick sketches. Oh yeah, there's sketches yeah. there. There's like a set. Think like mm-hmm. Les Mis turntable, but mm-hmm. just like kitschy and over the top and just fucking stupid. Great, I love it. Are these big big enough that I can like skirt away with them without like making a big deal out of it, or is somebody gonna notice like a big old honking notebook? Roll me a sleight of hand. Let's like play a game. What? You're just supposed to give me things. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors for it. Go. That is a uh, 17. You are able to easily put these like in into like your pocketbook or if, you, if you're wearing like a coat or if your dress has like folds or something. I mean, her something. dress yeah. definitely has pockets. Totally. Oh, yeah. This is the modern era. Oh, 100%. Great. We're going to steal that and we will save it for my lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Over and Vodder, you are also around here. You guys want to do anything? Oh, as soon as I hear the scream, I'm going to bustle in the direction with a very much just like, yes, excuse me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cleric. Does anybody, does somebody need help? Just trotting off. This is literally what I do. <laughs> yeah, I have memory of me walking to the kitchen when I heard the scream. Like yes. walking to the kitchen in search of booze. Yep. So if if that's the case, then I am still 100% pushing through to the kitchen. Sweet. And as and as you guys uh, start walking to the kitchen, you turn around the corner and you see on the ground is Amy the Tiefling, and she is just terrified, trembling, and staring across the room at the dumb waiter, which goes down to the floor below. The roast boar that she was obviously about to carry out to the kitchen is just smeared on the ground. And God, it still smells really fucking good, but it is just everywhere on the ground. The platter is like off in the corner. All of the serving utensils are just strewn about on the floor and the juices are just like seeping out out from under it. And they're starting to like seep through the cracks in the floor. Amy is just on the ground. Just, oh my God. Oh my God. Amy? Amy, are you okay? Over, oh my God. I, I, I didn't mean for you to see me like this. I'm... I can still, I can still go. I can still take take that take that package for you through through the mountains. I, I look. I look. I'm just sometimes I get a little queasy. What is wrong with you? What happened here? What was that scream? Just look look at the look at the uh, the some somebody sent something up from from the from the from the first first floor and oh my god. 
Is it someone's hand? <laughs> what do I see in the in? Is it like an elevator? Is there an elevator? Yeah, like a dumbwaiter. What's in the box. Yeah. What's so. In the box? <laughs> God damn you guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. So you you see across the room there there is a dumbwaiter that is you know like it's probably about one like one and a half feet wide by like two feet tall. It's relatively small, uh, but the door is definitely pulled down right now. Okay, I will walk up to it and and pull it up. As you pull up the dumbwaiter, you see inside is and I fucking hate you already is a bloodied arm. <laughs> <laughs> cut clean halfway between the wrist and the elbow and all the fingers on it seem to be broken as if they were pulled back off of something it was holding. I turn to Amy and I, and I look at her and I say give me some napkins or towels, anything whatever you can to wrap this. Roll a charisma. Just straight up charisma? Yeah, just, just to see if what you're saying like actually gets through to her. I think as soon as he says that, because I have also made it to the kitchen, yes? Yes. Great. Then as soon as he says that, I'm going to walk over and see what he, uh, to see what he's looking at. What was your roll? Over? 21. Amy, like, gets up and just starts, like, without much purpose, because she's still very much in shock, starts mm -hmm. looking around for, like, just some napkins, just, like, putting her hands, like, on the table, like, obviously, like, without purpose. I turn to her with purpose in my eyes and, and look at her and say, if, you're, if your aim is to be an adventurer one day, you will need a better response than the one you're having now. This will not be the worst thing you see. Napkins, towels, now. Over. Right. Right, right. Over. Give the girl a moment. She's had a bit of a shock. I think mm. most people would, seeing something like this. I do not care. Clearly. I, I, I reach for some towels. I assume they're, they're within line of sight. Yeah, you, you can see them and they're, they're kind of across the kitchen and Amy goes and like, she sees that you're looking for the towels and she's just like, oh, duh, towels, okay. And she runs and gets them and hands them back to you. Before Olver gets a chance to move it, I'm going to study this because I'm activating my keen mind so that I can remember what this looks like before he moves it. I would also like to do a I, medicine I'm not going to wrap it up. I'm just going to drop a towel on it to just cover, gonna cover it. Just going to cover it? Okay. Actually, yeah. Yeah. While you're getting the towels in, I would like to do a medicine check to see if I can determine anything about, like, specifically, I'm trying to figure out, uh, was this arm removed while this person was still alive? Or does it appear that maybe this was removed after that? Yeah, or are they still alive? <laughs> I don't know how well this is going to go, but I'm going to try. While Vader does that, I'm going to go and, like, make a point of going to going to Amy and, like, you know, sitting her down, like sitting her down in a chair or something like that. And then Vader, what is your medicine check? It does a 12. The arm, you think that because the fingers were like pulled back and broken, it definitely looks like that there is rig that there is rigor mortis happening. Right. But like there's, it's still like, there's still blood in it. Like it's still wet. Like it's not dry. Also human, elven, orcish. Can I tell? Looking human to you. Looking human? Great. Yeah. Excellent. I will, at that point, then kind of turn back to Olver and Amy, and, and I will quietly go to Olver and just be like, you seem to be of two minds about dealing with this and comforting the girl. Which would you like me to take care of? Olver, like, holds up a finger just to kind of say, like, give me one second. And he turns to Amy and he goes, 
Amy, listen. I'm a believer in you, but I need you to catch your breath. I know that you must expect things like this in, in your future if you aim to be an adventurer. So, take a deep breath and tell me, where can I find out what orders have gone through that dumbwaiter today? Or tell me what you've sent through and who it was meant for. So, he went down downstairs. So down down in the dumbwaiter, there's there's the storage room. It's the, the ice room. It's where we keep everything. Staff went down about 20 minutes ago, and he was just sending sending orders up. We got the board. We got the appetizers, and he he never came back. And I was about to go down and get him, and then the bell rang. Okay. And then then there was this. So he was he was going to prep food. Is that is that what you're saying? That he was going down to get food for prep. Yeah, he was he was getting he was getting all the food that we had prepped to bring it up so we can cook it. Did he say anything to you before he went down? No, no. He Happy's just he's just not very happy. He just doesn't say anything. I I I don't, I don't know why people call him that, but that's, okay. that's his name. When I walked in, I met the, the detectives. Where correct. were they? They were on their way on the way to the library, correct? They were hanging out drinking down in in the grand entryway, which is down on the first level. The library is okay. on the second level, and so and so is the kitchen. Okay, you can probably so I, assume I, that they are on their way here because they are of the okay. law. <laughs> right. I grab. Is there like a rolling pin anywhere nearby? Roll me a d twenty. Nineteen. Dude, you tell me what kind of rolling pin this is. Uh, okay, so I I grab a uh, I grab a rolling pin off off the counter. Is there different types of rolling pins? The different materials. Yes, there are. Yeah. Okay. Different Wood, styles, metal, different materials. Magical. Some have rings to measure for Marble. you. Vorpal. I'm going to say that this is... God, why do you guys know so much about rolling pins? <laughs> We're Go bakers. Outside. There's we a like whole food. world out there for you. Yeah, but um, there's pastries <laughs> inside. <laughs> Sir. Wow. Damn. Um, Things are heating up in the baking I, I find a striated rolling pin surface. Um, that's commonly used for making Norwegian lefse, and I hand it to her, <laughs> and, and I say, for Wikipedia, um, and I say, and I say to her, I promise you, this one day will be a glorious sword. But for now, take this and rush towards the constable and the detective. They're near the grand entrance, and show me how to get downstairs. Yeah, no, uh, uh, come on, um, our. Father, Father, are you coming too? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys. And she rushes out with you guys in tow, with the rolling pin in hand. Yo, yeah, like a sword, like she's making Norwegian. I want her to be de lift defended. Lefsa. Oh, sorry. Yeah, get it right. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I'm a sure Norwegian it's delicious. delicacy. How fucking dare you? As we charge out, Father will go ahead and click his light cantrip onto her rolling pin so that it starts glowing. Give it a little bit of uh, extra zhuzh and confidence. Zazzle. Oh yeah, that she was not expecting that. That actually scares the shit out of her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be an adventurer. She's might not be quite there yet. As as she's just like the kids <laughs> in my parish love that trick. I don't know what to say. Well, she just saw a hand. As she just like ah! and runs out and. You can see, kind of cresting the stairs, the uh, two smallish forms of uh, Constable Custard and Detective Rhubarb. Uh, Doyle, dude, what's up, man? What's up? You are knocking on the door of Entrar Silver Shield's bedroom. 
as you just hear this massive clatter to the ground and this ear piercing screech. First thought, which I definitely say out loud is, oh no, the pork. And then I look back to the door, but like, oh, but win the game. And then I'll start like heading down the stairs and I'm like, oh, but the old man, but like, no, with the, and then I'll go back to knocking on the door as I have just an existential crisis of what to do. Uh, why don't you roll me a charisma? <laughs> Raw charisma? Yeah, 17. Of, of your door knocking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 17 times I knock on that door. <laughs> just like rapid fire? Yeah. 16 shalt thou knock knock unless thou shalt continue on to 17. As you go for an 18th, you knock on the door, but it makes no noise as the door swings open and you see towering over you the form of your boss, Entrar Silvershield. He is wearing a very, very nice expensive suit. He has silver hair. He is a high elf. As he looks down on you, Mr. Charleston, how may I be of service? Yes, I was admiring your grounds, and I have discovered the game that is afoot, and I was hoping to get a leg up, and I thought you would have the most knowledge about the things happening in your house. He kind of cracks a little smirk. Why, yes, that would be astute of you, wouldn't it? But it wouldn't really be a game if I played favorites, and... It wouldn't be a good look if that favorite, should I have picked one, would be someone of my own employ. That's a hundred percent accurate, except for the fact no one's around to know that you're playing favorites right now. On top of that, there are apparently guests here who have played similar games in the past and are already withholding those secrets. So if anything, you're probably just leveling the field by just giving me a small inside track, you know, a years of experience for those that were here at the last shindig. Are you, uh, Jonathan told you that you were still on the job, right? You can kick back and relax, but you're still representing the company, right? No. Jonathan asked for a coin. I gave him the coin. He did tell me to relax and kick back. The letter also told me to relax and kick back. I also actually wasn't clear that this was a whole weekend thing, so I did think I'd be working tomorrow, so I'm happy to pick up extra hours right now. You know what? I'm happy to take direction. So hmm. let me know what you need, amigo. Yes, if you want to uh, <laughs> advance the game, so to speak. And and he puts his hand in his pocket and flips out a coin and f flips it once. And that coin has all four corners filled up and it is shining bright, very shiny. It, it looks incredible. Silver is shinier than yours. The red glows brighter than yours. It looks really nice. And he, he grabs it, puts it back in his pocket. There are challenges in all corners of the manor, but there are none here in this room. Right, 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 right. Okay, noted, wink. Thank you. Remember that this is also a business function, so. Yeah, just go ahead and tap the nose. I recall the uh, undertones I, I, I believe you are alluding to. I'm on. You should probably get down there. You don't, you don't want people to think that you don't care about emergencies, do you? Strange, though, that you're willing to stay up here as well. Should we go down together? Address the emergency? Oh, I have other things to attend to, like running some errands and getting ready for 
a few business propositions, doing a little research. Uh, just go down and act surprised. Okay, will do. I'll, I'll let you get to your work, enjoy whatever you're doing, and I'll, I'll go ahead and like peek back to like try and find like the right verb to describe what he should go back to. Um, and see if like there's anything out on his desk. Is there anyone else in this room? What does this room look like? Clearly, he's throwing around magic as well. Yeah, so you, as you look into his room, his room looks immaculately clean. It doesn't look like he was working on anything in there. Like, the bed is made. There's nothing on the desk. All of the, the quills are put away. It's kind of weird. I'll let you get started. He smiles and, and nods. This weekend is gonna be a win for Silver Shield Industries and maybe also for Doyle Charleston. Oh, I sure hope so. I could really use a win these days. But yes, onward and upward, as they say. And for now, offward and downward to the scream. Yeah, good day, sir. And go ahead and give like a small bow and like begin to back out of the doorway. And you hear the door close behind you. And roll me, roll me a quick perception. That is going to be a whopping 14. You definitely hear some books, some writing down on parchment, some books being shuffled around, and there would be no physical way that he would be able to start doing that stuff without it already of being out. But when you looked in, nothing was out. Got it, got it. Illusions. Yeah, I, I think just turn the pork, and I'll, I'll just start running down to the kitchen because I am... Honest to God, my worst nightmare is that something has happened to the main dish for the dinner that's supposed to be served. <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. I know. And I think at this point, Ernestine, you can be in the library and start seeing Doyle kind of run run down in front of you as you finish like putting these sketchbooks into your pocket. Great. I would love to follow up on that scream. I kind of guess didn't care about a whole lot earlier. Perfect. That's secondary objective. Yeah, so uh, I suppose follow Doyle to the kitchen. As you guys are walking towards the kitchen, you see barreling out of the kitchen at a good clip is Amy wielding a striated rolling pin like a sword. And as she is running out, the rolling pin just bursts in a flash of light and she drops it on the floor and like goes to pick it up. Oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. As it like rolls up and like hits the toe of your shoe. Oh, oh my God, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Mr. Drian, I'm- No, sorry about that. That was my fault. Uh, you're, Carry on, you're doing quite well. Look, guys, um, Miss Miss Carol, um, Mr. Mr. Charleston, everything is fine. Dinner is just slightly delayed. Delayed? Um, what do you mean delayed? Is he okay? And like, I, I will like jump up to like grab the collar of her shirt. And, who are and we'll you, just, like, who are you talking it. about? Is, is he okay? Who? You know. And I'll go ahead and like just push past into the kitchen <laughs> and just let out a high pitched squeal when I see the pork. It, it was like a full roast pig, was it not? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, He's ruined. Oh, for heaven's sake. How could this happen? What, r rolling pin, running? Did something happen in the kitchen? It was a bit of an incident. How are you just standing there? And I'll, I'll like try and like get it back onto a plate or something, because clearly the victim has not been addressed. Fodder <laughs> yeah. is going to go pick up the rolling pin, hand mm -hmm. it to Amy. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm, 
a- Amy. Wonderful. Amy, you are going to show Mr. Drin and myself to the cold storage. Let's continue. Miss Carol, would you care to accompany us and I can fill you in? Sounds like a rip-roaring time. I'm sure you'll be very interested to know what's occurred. Lead the way. There's been a murder. TBD. TBD. <laughs> yeah, which we don't Should know we for get sure Mr. Yet. Charleston. You know, <laughs> I don't particularly care one way or the other. Mr. Drin, any strong feelings? Over is completely ignoring Doyle altogether and is like brushing dust off of the off of the rolling pin, you know, and like handing it back to Amy and like, you know, kind of jazzing her up, kind of being like, hey, come on, you gotta be strong, you know? Should we all be bringing Wizine level weaponry to this downstairs cold Vodder storage? Just, like lean in, kind of put a like, you know, fatherly arm around Ernestine so that he can lean in and whisper in her ear and just give her a very brief rundown of what just happened in the kitchen. I mean, after that, she's going to be like, I want to see it. Oh, okay. We'll get, we'll get it later. We'll get it later. Yes, I can. Um, yes, hopefully. Um, yes, you should come with us. As you guys are nearing the staircase, you see banana bounding up the stairs making a beeline straight for the kitchen following banana you you see detective rhubarb stop stop right here everybody needs to what what just happened do not leave this room ernestine is going to carefully attempt to start casting charm person if she sees something going wiggity again, she is going to stop. You guys are the high society equivalent of murder hobos. I just want you to say that. <laughs> yeah. Charm person is yes. a role to execute. Like, what did you what did you expect us to do, Zap? What did you truly expect us? Role play hobos. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Vodder's gonna just check in with Olver, basically try to give you the look of like, I will follow your lead on this. Olver is going to like take that and put his hand on the on the detective's shoulder and say, I'm so glad you're here, old friend, while casting the cantrip friends. Perfect. Bless. Now this one has a little bit of a cost, I guess you might say. But Tell me about this cantrip. For the duration you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you. When the spell ends, the creature realizes that you used magic to influence its mood and becomes hostile towards you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there we go. A creature prone to violence might attack you. Another creature might seek retribution in other ways at the DM's discretion, depending on the nature of your interaction. Subtle. Yeah, I almost didn't read the at the DM's discretion part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I cast it while putting my hand on his shoulder and I say, I'm so glad you're here, old friend. There's been an accident in the kitchen. It needs, uh, it needs police intervention. I'm basically just trying to persuade him to, to run to the kitchen and I will maintain the concentration on the spell for the minute. Because in that minute, I'm hoping that he goes away and then I can can, can do whatever you want. Also yeah. go away. Yeah, get, get, to the, get to the ice room. The, the yeah, cold room. so you can totally roll a persuasion check with your advantage, right? Because that's okay. that's what friends yep. give you because you guys are friendly. Yep, 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 yep. Good roll, let's see. All right, I rolled an, an unnatural 20. Of course you did. Of course you did. Well, I also have a plus six on persuasion, so it's like I'm doubling down here. <laughs> wow, he's he's not maxed, maxed y'all. Maxed. <laughs> <laughs> maxed. And as you just like put the hand on his shoulder, look, just um, uh, 
one, okay. Uh, Carol, Dren, the blah, 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 father, is, it, is, the, is the, 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 the gnome, gnome is inside, right? In the kitchen? Yes, he seems kitchen. terribly distressed. You should probably go find out why. Okay, there's Amy. Look, um, um, who do, figure out what, who, who is not, not, not accounted for and report ba back to me in the kitchen. And, and he, and he runs back. Of course. <laughs> like Oliver is like, yes, of course I'm going to do that. No doubt. <laughs> and then he starts, he looks at Amy and says, now that my dear, is a very good lie. Did you see what we just did there? To write that down in your notebook for your future adventures. Maybe don't write it down. She Evidence. like started to put down the put down the, the the rolling pin to like pull out a notebook. But okay, no, I'll look. I'll I'll just remember that was that was pretty good. Um, okay, no, it's wait. Okay, let's come on. Uh, Oliver starts like kind of pushing her. Like, okay, come on, keep leading the way. We're still counting on you. <laughs> and she leads you guys down down the stairs back into the grand foyer. And in the grand foyer, she she takes a left out of the stairs, basically does a U-turn, and goes to one of the two doors that was flanking the staircase that you went in, and she opens it up. As she pulls the door open, there is a dark, low-ceiling room that has almost has like a packed earthen floor, and it's as they cold and dark storage room with a lot of barrels stacked up on the side it's really dark in there it's like it smells like chopped vegetables and meat it's fucking cold and in the back you can kind of see this curtained off kind of room that has like a little raised platform that's looked like it's kind of like a staging area this is definitely where like all of the food is kept it looks like there's enough dry goods in here for like two or three parties Definitely a stash of booze in here, too. Like, this is the storage room. Does anyone else need a light? The rolling pin, for the record, is still glowing. It will glow for the next hour. Oh, my God. For the first time, I'm finally playing a character that doesn't have just, like, a random light spell. How do you exist like this? <laughs> what do I have that I can light for myself? Yeah, I don't have anything that I can light. Oh, That's my problem. I'll retrieve my incense sensor that we've established because now it's my funniest prop to have. So I'll pull out my incense sensor and I'll tap it and it'll glow. So I can hold that. I will then just gesture for Vodder to lead the way in search of any foul play. Excellent. I will uh, pat Amy on the shoulder, just be like, well done, my dear. You'll make a fine adventurer yet. Come with me. And I will start very carefully sweeping the room in a incredibly specific military style, you know, Checking corners, watching my back, all those sorts of things. And is it like very conspicuously military? Like, as in like, why the fuck does a, a priest know how to do this type of type of thing? It is a, this person was trained to do this in this way to avoid getting snuck up on by an enemy. Which is not something we would expect of a cleric. Well, Ernestine knows that I was in the military. Well, I mean, just like but as yeah. a general statement. Yeah, no, it's, but it's like really hardcore. Right. Yeah. But all, all the rest of us are collectively recognizing it as like military training, huh? Mm-hmm. I would presume then so. I will turn, then I will turn to Ernestine and, and look at her and just say, so it appears we are not all who we say we are. And then I'll keep I walking and following. I, I'm, I'm going to leave her to just like think, think through what I just said and I'm going to keep following Vodder. Secret, Ernestine has, like, no wisdom. 
Uh, and cool, Vodder, why don't you roll me an investigation check to see see what you find here? I would love to. That's going to be a 15 on investigation. Oh, that's, that, that, that's going to get you something super juicy. But... Oh, I'm sorry, 18. Ah, I apologize. That... I can't Great. read. Great. Numbers are hard. We that's going to be something really awesome that you're going to have to wait and find out because we're going to go back to the kitchen. Kitchen, that's me. <laughs> I'm the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> As Doyle, you run in and you're trying to get this boar back back on its platter. Nobody's helping you, and then just like all all of a sudden, banana just runs in. There's going to be a, have to be a cleanup crew, right? As she just goes. Mouth first, straight for the boar. <laughs> Thank God you're here, Banana. And I will go ahead and like catch Banana to debrief her on what's about to happen. Okay, you are going to get so much delicious succulent pork. You can start with any of the drippings who've hit the floor. I'm gonna roll this back onto its platter like a tourniquet or like a one of those stretcher things okay. that people do. That's not a tourniquet. Gurney. Yeah. Go ahead, gurney. There it is. My subconscious <laughs> told me about it. It's a gurney. Thank you, Banana. You also inspired me. We're gonna roll it back onto the platter like a gurney. When other people get here, they'll actually lift it up. But I do need to clean and dress it because I don't want any of the humans getting sick. But your iron stomach of a constitution can get you through this, Banana. You're gonna get all the trimmings I have. We cannot waste any part of this animal. This was a beautiful beast in life and in death, and we will enjoy every succulent piece of it together. Are you with me, Banana? Roll persuasion <laughs> against the dog. Is this how we find out that Banana's constitution is a negative modifier? Because I'm really kidding. afraid now. Poor Banana's had worms 12. forever. Well, then we need to get banana more pork to battle those worms. You know what? While you're like explaining that to, to banana, she she stops and listens to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And about three quarters of the way through it, she's just like, I'm really hungry. And just starts <laughs> starts trying, just, just trying to like eat the pork on the floor. She just like wants nothing to do with your plan. Banana, no! <laughs> and I, 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 I think I'm just gonna just be there yelling, not knowing how to stop this animal, but I want to have the pork, just not the side that hasn't touched the ground yet, which they've probably immediately jumped on, contaminating the rest of the pork. <laughs> oh yeah. And then after about like a minute or so of, of you fighting with banana, she kind of like jumps away and then like notices something like up towards the the window of the dumbwaiter and starts to like jump at the dumbwaiter door. Have you not had your fill, banana? No, there's there's something up here. Okay, let me check. Um, how how high is the dumbwaiter? You're probably at eye level with the bottom of the door. You could probably lift it up about like seven inches or so. I am going to go ahead and just throw open the door and then I'm gonna climb up into the dumbwaiter so I don't have to like get on my tippy toes to like look at it or anything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna lift myself into the dumbwaiter. As you're getting into the dumbwaiter, banana just in like a freaking food, what what do you call the thing that great white sharks get into when they drop blood in the water? Frenzy. Food, Food frenzy? frenzy? Feeding frenzy. Feeding frenzy, yeah. Feeding frenzy, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we did it together. We have banana is just in a full-on feeding frenzy, and she just jumps straight into the dumbwaiter with you. And I'm going to oh, need no. you to, like, make a deck saving throw as this dumbwaiter just starts going down. <laughs> 19. <laughs> oh yeah, this is less scary and more like Tower of Terror fun time. As the dumbwaiter goes down, you just hear just a 
Banana, no! It truly is Tower of Terror when you realize who the third member in your row is. It'll be fine. As you, Banana the Spaniel, who is now, like, covered in, like, pork grease drippings, because she was basically rolling around in it, and this, you know, disembodied hand... Just that is covered and I cannot see yet. Yeah. Until that, we start falling and in midair, I'll probably notice. It'll be fine. Yeah, that you that you probably sat on is now crashing down towards towards the ground. And as as Vodder is uh combing this this cellar here, what you notice is that there is some dirt on here, on, on the floor here, that is like fresh dirt, like obviously tracked in from outside. Very much like somebody was digging something. This is like overturned dirt, and this should not be here. Does it seem an awful lot like the dirt from, say, I don't know, the hedge maze where a bunch of holes recently got dug? It seems similar, but okay. with but with with your very good investigation rule, it is not the same dirt. Thank you. Although it is it is dirt from the grounds. Yes, it it comes from around here, but it's not. That spot. Great, thank you. Yes. I thought you were just going to say dirt from the ground, and I was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Such a good investigation role. Dirt from, you the, know, ground. I, dirt from I, the ground. <laughs> you know, I, I am sorry that I have led you to believe that as a human, that that is where I would have left that statement. I have no. done you a disservice, and I apologize. No, no, no. That is we, me having a dumb, bad brain. <laughs> Do not worry. That is not you. We went there because we went there. Yeah. Not you. <laughs> I was like, man, maybe, uh, yep, I'm, I'm really nailing this description thing. No, you're not. No, you, you, <laughs> you are. are great. We're just assholes. If you <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Remember how my original plan was to spend all night eavesdropping? Yeah, I'm still in that brain. Anyway. I'm, I'm doing half of that. Uh, cool. I will, yeah, I'm going to just take a good, uh, good look at this dirt so that I can maybe go try to source where it came from later. And... I have been slowly working my way toward the staging area because I'm also presuming based on my knowledge of layout that that's going to be where the dumbwaiter shaft yep. is. Correct. So I'd like to get up to where that curtain is and then I would like to just kind of poke my head through the curtain, again, checking the area for anybody else before anybody else gets up to it. Because if there's, you know, I don't know, a machete-wielding maniac standing there, I'd like to try to get a punch in first. Yeah, and as you kind of get up there, you, like, hear some kind of rustling happening in the dumbwaiter upstairs. You kind of just, like, think that maybe, like, Detective Rhubarb has, like, grabbed the hand or something. And what you notice is that these dirt tracks just lead up to the dumbwaiter, and then they just stop. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Alondra just figured something out. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Someone didn't wipe their feet. <laughs> that, that, that's gotta be what it is. Oh, 1000%. Thank you. I didn't know. <laughs> Got you. And you you hear just this kind of rumbling and you, you kind of like, wait, is somebody sending the dumbwaiter down? Why would they do that? And then just as as this thing just comes crashing down. And Doyle, what does it sound like when you realize that there's a fucking cut off hand with a, with all of its fingers broken right right next to you? Like trying to trying to grab your butt kind of. Not again. 
and, and then as I see Banana, who's apparently hungry still and is trying to go after other meat, I, I will then start to argue with Banana to drop it, not bite it. This is evidence. You're a cop. You know better. But in small dog talk, so it's just lots of arfs and barks uh, from me. You're a uh, police and... officer. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and start wrestling uh, the arm. Uh, before we drop away from banana. Yeah, uh, roll roll a strength. Oh man, I know I'm losing a strength roll to a dog. This is about to happen. A seven. You lost. She rolled an eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> banana just like oh, rips banana. rips this hand out of your hand, and just like as as it's falling, just like start starts to just like not. This doesn't taste very good, and just crash as you guys hit hit the floor and you both just tumble just tumble outside outside of the dumbwaiter and banana just tries to make a break for it banana no <laughs> vodder is like standing there and just like whips his mace out of like fucking nowhere and is like ready for whatever pops out of this dumbwaiter and then it's these two ah <laughs> uh! Yeah, since I tumble out and lose a strength roll to a dog, I'll, I'll just definitely be like on all fours and just have like the arm stretched out, calling back for Banana as uh, clearly Banana has vested me. Fuck you! <laughs> but with a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> as she's like yeeting herself. Oh yeah, and she she is just bounding away. She has this severed arm in her mouth as she is running away past past Vodder and Ernestine. You guys you guys can each have an action here to try and do something if you want to. I want to try to scoop her. I want to try to just physically scoop her in the arm. Sweet, yeah, roll. Ernestine is going to cast Enhance Ability as she sees Vodder going for the grab. Uh, what did you want me to roll for this? Like a, an unarmed combat or like if you wanted to scoop her up, it could also be like a, it could be a, athletics. an athletics. Yeah, it could totally be athletics. Athletics. Oh, yes. Dog scooping, the standard Olympic event. Um, yes, I want to use my strength modifier, preferably. <laughs> Animal handling. Then you get advantage with uh, my use of spell. Thank you. You're welcome. Very much thank you. Um, <laughs> that is going to be an 18. As I take my mace, I like redirect because I was ready to strike, and I redirect it to do like a trip and scoop. So the idea is that I swing it across and kind of like kneecap her, but gently. I'm not going for damage, <laughs> and then scoop her into my arms in the process. Oh my god, banana's gonna die! You kill the dog! And I'm kidding. Uh Fine. <laughs> oh my. No Fine. <laughs> anyway, that was an 18 to scoop banana. Yeah, you totally managed to hit banana on on her little kneecaps, and uh, she kind of just goes as it hurts a little bit. But but she she is still alive, and uh, Ernestine and over you 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 see the hand just skitter across the floor as it comes flying out of her mouth. All right, all right, all right. I will pick her up and like hold her. I'm so sorry about that, but that's really you. You're a police dog. You should know better than to tamper with a crime scene. She was just collecting evidence. I'm sure. Anyway, room's clear. Banana smells like roast pork. Like, it is very obvious that she was eating the roast pork. Oh, yeah, I feel the grease as I'm <laughs> petting her in apology. I'm just like, ah, I see. Arf! Yes, <laughs> I will snuggle the dog. 
and banana is like no longer no longer fighting she is she is coming down from her feeding frenzy and back into uh, police dog mode ernestine is going to go attempt to preserve the arm if there is some sort of wrapping or something around that she can use to pick that up yeah there can totally be like some butcher's paper just hang, hanging out cool i'm going to keep looking around for the rest of the body in the hopes that there is a rest of the body yeah, so as Vader was like sweeping sweeping the area, we can just use his roll. There's not really another body in here. There's just food stuffs, just dry dry storage stuff. There is as you guys are like sweeping around, you do see off in the corner there is a small spiral staircase uh, that leads down to a a sub basement level. But Vader, none of the dirt, the the like weird dirt was over there. Great. I suspected as much. Good to know. Um, Amy, darling, um, where yeah. does that, uh, what's in the uh, sub-basement down those stairs? Oh, so it's, and she, she like gets like a, a smile look. It's only the finest aged wine you have ever tasted. Oh, we, 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 we were serving some, we, we were serving some up there. Like, Mr. Silvershield really has an amazing collection. Would you mind terribly if we went down and took a look? Promise we won't touch anything without your permission. Oh, no, not not at all. Not at all. Wonderful. I am going to take Banana and hand Banana to Amy, because this seems like it might be comforting for both of them, <laughs> given <laughs> and the she, circumstances. She kind of, like, grabs onto Banana, and Banana just, like, starts just like, ah, and then Amy just, like, ah, puts her down. <laughs> all right. Um, Mr. Trin. Shall I proceed, or would you like to go first? Because <laughs> I just realized that I also have light as a cantrip. I am going oh. to like, s- like snap my thumb, my thumb onto the sleeve of my of my robe, and cast light and uh. lead the way. <laughs> but I'll just kind of give you a little nod and like lift the incense sensor. Kind of glance back at uh, Doyle and Ernestine. Uh, anyone else care to come? Yeah, I think that might be best and I'll, before I go down the stairs I'm gonna look back at Amy and Banana and I'm just gonna like point at both and be like you two don't touch anything the rest of the night watching you. No promises! Come on Mr. Charleston let's go Ernestine just kind of like tucks the arm under her arm and like pushes him along. Ridiculous Oh by the way I was uh, hoping to check your notes just confirm that like all of the names were spelled correctly of my cousins and my uncle that story I told you about in the maze just would love to go over those verify some of those facts just make sure you got the appropriate spelling on some of those names they can be real tricky sometimes I would be delighted to go over that with you and any other things you would like to talk about but uh we can maybe do that after dinner mm. which is going to probably be delayed take forever later. as i yell back up the stairs at andy <laughs> overlooks back at him and goes what the hell i did i didn't drop the main course no you just can never mind i tried to stop a dog from contaminating evidence is that what you were going to say because that is what happened mr charleston you can either join us or you can wait upstairs your call after you mr Drin. I'm waiting on you. You're leading the way right behind you. Yeah, I continue walking down towards the... uh... Yeah, and as you get down there, it is a cold, small, circular room, probably about six, seven feet across. It's got a bunch of wine bottles shoved into alcoves within the stonework. And down on the floor, there's just like a lot of these like 
sacks and boxes littered down here. It's pretty small. What are you, what are you trying to find here? Evidence. I, I'm there's nothing. There's no part of me that's like uh, looking for anything specific. Just looking for anything suspicious. Maybe like a weapon that was used to carve up someone's hand or just anything. Why don't you roll an investigation and let's see, let's see what you find. Can I assist since I am going to also proceed to sweep the room in much yeah. the same fashion as I did before? Absolutely. Roll it with the advantage. Oh, thank God. <laughs> 19. <laughs> you definitely find as as you're kind of like sweeping the room, the one thing that you find is that there is this this one bottle that was that has that's been taken out of place and as you look in there, you can see all the way down at the back of of this like circular wine bottle alcove, this about 4 inch diameter kind of circular impression and you can see that this bottle was very, very recently taken out of this alcove. Is, is it surrounded by other bottles? There are bottles that are lining like this whole kind of circular wall in their individual alcoves. Right. This one is, is out of place because it was recently removed and there is this interesting kind of circular impression, um, a likeness of which you would remember as the same one being on the tree in the hedge maze. Ah. And, and it looks like somebody's already been downing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What, I, what I actually meant was like, are there bottles of similar label like around it or is, is it obviously different? Like what I'm looking for like something like some identifier of said bottles, but also I will cast detect magic to see if I can spot like maybe any sort of uh, fuck. I don't know what kind of magic I'm looking for here. As you like cast detect magic, and you kind of like look down in there, you see two very bright auras. The first aura is all the way at the back of that that alcove, right where that circular kind of depression is, where it looks like there would be a coin. That shit's magic as fuck. And you also, as you like look away, you see that the whole room has just this like faint aura of magic, as if there is some type of spell or ward just on the room itself. I pull out my coin then and then put it towards the circular depression. As you put it into the circular depression, you notice that the magic aura in the room gets a little bit brighter for a second and then dims back down. But your coin, there is no noise. Nothing happens. Like you kind of discerned before, it seems like somebody's already been here. If Vodder, not if, when Vodder observes this go down, he will... He will just kind of walk up to over. Somebody beat you to it, I presume? I'm starting to get the uh, sense of how this game works. It's all one and done. You only get one chance, but we all get one. Ooh, interesting. Man, I wish we knew what type of symbol showed on the coin. It would help us find who else has been down here. Well, it's going to be a light, so we need to look for someone who's uh, gotten more lights on the coin, I presume. Much like a... Uh, Mr. Charleston's coin lit up. Still only two. I wasn't down here earlier. Well, that's a relief. Can I, like, observe Doyle's coin to see if it, like, don't they light up in different colors or something? Is there anything that dis is, like, distinguishable about the, the way they light up? They're all just, just red, and it seems to go clockwise around. Starting in the top left quadrant and then going around. Yep. Right. Ooh, interesting, interesting. So, going places where people haven't been. The only one who has more than two that I've seen is Silver Shield himself. And Amy looks up. You've, you've seen Mr. Silver Shield today? 
oh yeah we we've worked together we go way back just wanted me to remind you of some stuff yeah no he's upstairs getting uh ready for uh the activities totally you you said he his coin is lit up oh yes he has a fully maxed out coin i'm sure he's just waiting for someone else to also have a maxed out coin although his only had one side of the coin lit up i'm not sure if it goes to two sides eight might be difficult but this little place is quite large and based on what he said hmm he didn't seem angry or surprised that there's a fucking hand in the kitchen Technically, the hand's now in the basement. True. Whatever. I don't think he knows, does he? Hmm. Yeah, he didn't let on that he knew exactly that there was an arm. He did acknowledge that there was a scream and a platter sound and that I should go and look into it. He didn't seem to have any concern. He assumed the staff would appropriately take care of the situation. So... So is he participating or like a second pig? Or... I find it odd that he would be participating in his own game that he presumably well, if, set up. If, if he set it up, I mean, there you might want to test it. Um, it could also be kind of like one of those MacGuffins. If you want to try and get a completed coin, you could always try and steal it from him. It's not a bad gaff. I mean, I wouldn't put it past anyone here to steal someone's coin and take the light from it. <laughs> Why tempt anyone, though? That's just asking to get robbed. Yeah, but in your own house with, you know, exorbitant amount of money, what else are you going to do for entertainment? Isn't that what people do here? I've only heard stories. I've never been in a building this large that wasn't underground or infested with monsters. Are we going to forget that somebody could be could be dead? What what have you guys found here? What is any any clues? So far, I found a lovely vintage, and Vader's going to pick up the bottle that was displaced from the slot, tuck it under his arm, give everybody a nod, and head back up the stairs. That Vader's a good man. You said you weren't going to touch anything! No, we told you not to touch it. Yeah, you are not, you'll drop it, whatever you touch, so please do not. We are guests here today, and uh, we love you, Amy, but it's time to get going back upstairs, I think. Roll a persuade as she starts to, like, walk up the stairs. I would love to roll a persuade. <laughs> I'd say you're a bard. That's, like, one of the bard's Bread best things, butter. Right? That yeah. is my highest number. That's a 24. <laughs> scoot the boot. Yes. Her boot is a scootin'. <laughs> as she kind of walks back up the stairs. You didn't... It, nobody... Act, you guys didn't find any... Clues, you were searching down here, right? I, I just don't know what to do. Return the sweet dog, darling. Over finally looks at her gestures and she says, Be calm. I will keep you updated if we find more. But for now, just don't worry about us. Okay. Okay. And she, like, takes a deep breath and tries to sheath her rolling pin that she's been carrying around like a sword. But it, like, bounces off her belt. Damn it. Okay, yeah, no, I'll... I'm gonna go back and 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 work on work on the dinner, Mr. Charleston. Uh, Mr. Silvershield didn't seem mad about dinner. He seemed preoccupied about non-dinner related things. Okay. But I'm preoccupied with what's going to happen with dinner. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go back and let me know if you need anything. Hey, did have we seen um any of the other guests, Harriet or Lady Silverhall? Not in a few minutes. Okay, do you want me to go and tell tell the constable about that? Or 
they're in the kitchen. So go ahead and head back up there, figure out our backup plan for dinner. Not only has the uh, pork been dropped, it has also been covered in dog hair at this point. Did we need this anymore? And Ernestine holds up the arm. Ooh, we could always yes, have long pig. <laughs> the other other white meat. Not as good as what some people may expect. While I don't recommend eating it, it's not going to be particularly enjoyable unless it's marinated. We should perhaps either hang on to it or turn it into the authorities. How are we all feeling about this situation? Because I personally am quite perturbed. I think heading back upstairs might be a reasonable thing to do. Uh, get the appropriate authorities involved in all of this. Um, I did want to check why that dumbwaiter actually did fall. I wasn't that heavy. It was just me and a dog. I don't know that dumbwaiters are meant to hold that much weight. They the certainly aren't called smart waiters. True. They're also not called weak waiters. So I'm going to just go look at that, make sure everything is up and up there. Welcome to help out. And I'll go ahead and just like weave on in between people and make my way back upstairs to where the uh, dumbwaiter is. And what I would like to do is just send it back up to the floor and see if there's anything underneath the dumbwaiter. Because if someone chopped off an arm, put the arm in there and then sent it up, it could have been a stash spot is what I'm hoping to find of any more craziness so mm. why don't you and as what's everybody else where do you where does everybody else want to go as Doyle is cruising back back up to the kitchen Botter is going to take this bottle of wine and find a spot on the floor in the first part of the cold storage that we entered that is clear of the dirt and um basically get down on the floor and start like balancing this wine bottle on its side and start spinning it like a game of spin the bottle. And I will explain what that means whenever you're ready. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. Nice. Yeah, I, I think everybody can kind of see see this happening. Doyle, you kind oh, of yeah. like, as you're walking out the door, you notice that Vodder sits down and starts spinning the bottle. But Olver and Ernestine, what are, you, what are you guys up to? Ernestine is like, okay, I guess I'll just hang on to this. It does not appear that there needs to be any more serious investigation going on, so I'd say she's distracted by spin the bottle. What's uh, what's going on there, Fodder? Seemed like a pretty good vintage to be using it like a centrifuge. Well, the liquid helps keep the, the spin going until I get the results. Uh, what? Oh, that's, that's step two. Um, just a moment. And uh, he'll sit and seem to start praying. This is me stalling while I make sure I have the exact wording of this question correct. Olver starts walking around. Like, my goal is I'm going to start walking around the house and checking on the status of all the people we while avoiding rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Oh, no, actually, you're right. He's He, he is hostile towards you now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, not violent, but just hostile. I mean, DM's discretion. DM's discretion. Uh, Over, why don't you roll me an investigation just to descend, then I'll give you a little rundown of who you can find. The one. <laughs> oh. I find oh. I was saying, let's get some crits in the chat, and I'll tell you exactly who you find first. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> You kind of like, uh, where, where, where do you check first? The kitchen. <laughs> Rhubarb's office. <laughs>
<laughs> and as you're walking up and you kind of like walk into the kitchen, you're like, okay, I don't hear him. I don't hear him. I, I, don't, I don't hear that, that motherfucker's voice. And you start to round the corner and Vodder, the, the camera like jump cuts to your wine bottle spitting, just keeps spitting and spitting and spitting. And then it smash cuts to you in first person walking around the corner and you can just see just standing there, arms crossed, foot tapping. So what, what brings you here, Mr. All Above Board? Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are the Torpid Gaming Network, a variety streaming channel. We're live five nights a week at twitch.tv slash torpidnetwork. We stream tabletop games every Tuesday night, so feel free to stop in and say hi when we're live. Your cast for the Explorers Club is Lord Bonk, a.k.a. Bonk, a.k.a. Mark, Agent Maggie Carter, a.k.a. Christy, Lady Bedivere, a.k.a. Alondra, Pylos, a.k.a. King of Pylos, a.k.a. Nestor, and Sunsets Brew, a.k.a. Brew, a.k.a. Zap. You can also find us at Torpen Network on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, or hop on our Discord to get directly involved with our amazing community. And remember, here at the Torpen Gaming Network, we do three things. We have fun, we get immersed, and we do epic shit. Thanks for listening.